0: You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast, joined by Chamari Phillips and joined by James Phillips. How are you guys doing right there? we yeah, are doing, doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Not too bad. First and foremost, I got to say, man, watching you for the first time up close, the way, the way you can shoot, the form on your shot is next level. And it's not even too just the way, just, you know, running off screens, the way that you can pull up with the dribble i got to ask, is that something, you got, is that something you've something you always had? Is that something you've had to work on? Because it's smooth.
1: I mean, it's something I've always worked on, um, even since I was a little kid. My dad always had me in the gym, so we were just always
0: getting up shots. So. It was just something that just came natural now. All right. So when you were working with little man, did was there a point when you were working with him and you're like, he can just do some things that other kids can't, out there can't do?
2: Um, Yeah. I mean, Jamari, as far as shooting, Jamari's always kind of had it. It just kind of just, just came to him. Um, I remember he was in third grade, and he would take the deepest shots. Right. In the, in the beginning, I would cringe. But I had a friend that I was a shooting guard at University of Indiana, and he was like, nah, man, let it go. it has got good form to it. Just let him do it. So he's in third grade, chucking these 30-footers. You know, he's probably right. one for 15, but he's just jacking them up, you know, but you make them. But, I mean, probably by the time he – Probably hit fifth grade. I'd probably say he's the only kid I know that's probably made like six half-court buzzer beaters, you know, with just excellent form, just daggers,
0: boom. I was like, you know. It's like screwed. I'll never I'll never forget the Steve Kerr interview when he said the weirdest thing when he started coaching the Warriors with, uh, with Steph was he's telling him initially, hey, man, we can get a better shot than that. And his assistant comes over and said, dude, he's 15 to 20 on shots he told him not to take. And at that point, he's like, man, you just got to roll with it at that point. Right, right.
2: That's that's kind of how we were. It was like, right. let Jamari do what, he, do what he's doing. So he's been doing
0: pretty good at it so far. So, Jamari, talk about, like, your, your, your whole game, really. Because when you look at it, just from watching you, you got a good basketball build. You got a pretty good handle. You got a great shot. I mean, you pretty much check off every box. Um, what's uh, What do you take pride in most in your game? Uh,
1: most of my game, I feel like I take pride in my shooting ability. I feel like I'm able to knock down any shot from anywhere from the floor at any given time, any moment. Yeah. And I feel like the most underrated thing about my game is uh, my my way to just conduct the floor, and just like be a floor general and get my players going, and just uh, having them going on their runs instead of just me focusing on myself. Like I'm able, to, I'm able to be a team player and get them going. Do
0: you well. kind of look? Do you kind of look at yourself as kind of that combo guard type that can get others involved, but at the same time you can get your you can get your shots as well. Oh yeah, most definitely. I feel like I feel like that 100. percent Right now. All right. So let's talk a little bit about Arizona getting in the picture here, because as you probably noticed on Twitter, Arizona basketball fans follow recruiting like no other. And um, when you uh, when you uh, when you committed, it was obviously a massive, massive deal. What about Arizona? And we'll get to Tommy Lloyd. But what about Arizona made you want to become a Wildcat? I mean, just the
1: atmosphere being at the McHale Center when I came down on my official visit, uh, they played Tennessee and, I mean, just the support from the fans and the loving from the fans that the players got and the coaches as well, the whole program. I mean, it was just something I felt like I needed to be around. And just watching how the coaches uh, just go along with their players and just they have that connection and that bond and the players are all like brothers, just like a brotherhood there. Um, I mean, it's just the way I fit in the office as well. I feel like I can be very effective there and uh, – get like get the team to an netty or something like that uh it was it was just all great uh it was like unbelievable
0: that's the reason why I yeah, it was like no other school for all right now from a father's perspective what were you looking for because and at what point did you know that man i got a high d1 kid on my hands right here
2: <laughs> uh i don't know man from from, from the start right as crazy as that sounds you know people oh it's so hard to go d1 it's so hard to go d1 and uh, I don't know if I, you know, if I feel that's necessarily true. I mean, my wife's tall. My kids are gonna have the size for it, right? Like right. they're gonna be big enough, so that's not an issue. And then outside of that, it's just work. You know, if you get in the gym and work hard at it. You work on your craft, and I think we, you know, we we definitely work hard. Like Jamari gets up a thousand make thousand makes a day during the summer. So I mean, with that type of work ethic, and Jamari's always gone hard, even when he was a little kid. Like we didn't. Mess with him, or they really. had other sons. I have four boys, right? So I was focused on the older boys. Why just kind of be in the corner watching? No one's on right. No one's really talking to me, just watching. He's like mimicking everything I have in his older brother do, and he's just going hard at it in the corner, just you know. And he's just like, Okay, okay, I see you over there, right. And so, um, I just knew he had it, you know, it's just and then he listens, you know, he was always a good listener, and, and he'd right. do what you asked him to do. And he'd do it to the best of his ability, and he'd do it hard. So I said, you're, you're going to make it. You're going to be good. And then as um, eighth grade year, going into high school, we bought him a doctor dish for the house. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, that was a game changer. I said, with this thing here, you can get up a 1,000 shots within an hour or so. I said, you're really going to
0: be a great shooter by the time you leave high school. And, you know, he's he's been a good shooter ever since. So. All right, we got to talk about then growing up with bigger brothers in the house, obviously. What was that like? Because, again, that's your proven ground right there. I mean, you know it every single day. That's your proven ground. What was that like? I mean, being in the house with my brother and
1: knowing both of us are, like, very competitive and we really go after it. So it's like every single time we're at the gym, it's a shootout or it's a, or it's a competitive one-on-one, always ends in an argument or something right. about, like, who's doing what. And I mean, it just, it gets hectic, but now that we're older, we're kind of more mature about it, but we definitely still have a lot of shootouts when I come home.
0: So so did that, that fostered your competitive streak then? Oh yeah, for sure. That gave me like competitive spirit, mm-hmm. just playing my brother like every day. So what's an average day like for you then, as far as like, let's just say in the off season, then when you're working on your game, like, you know, what's an average day like for you, your pops, as far as just getting your game going? Um, I'd say I'd probably have a 6 a.m. workout,
1: by like 6 to 7.30. After that, I go lift weights or I have another workout. I go lift weights or have another workout. Then I would come home. I'd have like a little rest break. And then I'd get on my doctor dish, make a thousand shots. And then it's either I'm going to have a later night workout that night in the evening or I'm off for the day, depending on what I've done, the first two workouts. Yeah, right.
2: It's usually three to four you workouts do, a day. I don't know. About it that, is about right? three to four. It's about three to four. <laughs> so usually gets a morning workout in. And depending on, so, you know, you lift weights. He's got his strength right. and conditioning. So that's kind of like a, every other day. So he only does it two or three times a week. But let's just say it's every other day. And so on the days he doesn't have to lift, right, he'll probably get two workouts in and then get a 1,000 makes on, on, on the dish. Um, right. And then on the days that he has uh, strength, then he'll probably just do the Dr. Dish. And that's probably about it
0: on those days. Have you always been kind of wiry strong? Because, again, when you watch him out there, nobody's pushing you around. Like I said, when you walk out there, again, you're a well-put-together kid, but nobody's, pu- nobody's pushing you around. Have you always kind of had that, you know, yeah, I'm thin, but at the same time, I'm also strong? I mean, I feel like when
1: I was younger, I used to do, like, a lot of weight stuff. Like, when I was really young, like, probably around, like, 10, like I was like really pick, I started picking up weights, but then I kind of just put them down for a minute. I feel like ever since then I got back in the gym and just started lifting heavier. I feel like my strength has become way stronger and this. That's the reason why I'm not like really gonna bump around. Even though I'm thin, like I still actually have muscle strength.
2: He's not really thin though. I mean Jamari's heavy. Jamari's 193, 195. Heavy bone. And right. so he looks you know, and it's crazy. He kind of looks thin, but you put him on a scale, it's 193, 195 pounds yeah. still, you know, and you look at guards in the league and they're like 6'3", 6'4", 205. So right. like, you're, not, you're not far off. By the time he, he gets to Arizona for a year, I'm sure he's going he to be looking true. like
1: 210.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, were there players growing up that you idolized, that you wanted to be like? You know, you you looked and you patterned your game after.
1: Oh, my gosh. Kobe was my favorite player. Right. Kobe, I've grown up watching Kobe like my whole life. Kobe was my favorite player all the time. Um, but now I'm starting to get the comparison of uh, Damian Lillard,
0: so I'm kind of trying to model my game after him since it's an NBA comparison they're having me the ask. Right, for sure, no doubt. Now, was there a, now growing now uh, when you were raising him? Who's your favorite player growing up, James? Uh, so, I mean, obviously, I'm older, so the
2: Jordan, Jordan. But I was always a Lakers fan, though, right? So, right. um. Definitely when Kobe came out, big Kobe fan. I mean, Magic Johnson, like I am I'm a Laker fan through and through. But um, then the time my kids were coming up was kind of the Kobe era. Right. And so um, they definitely watched a lot of Kobe. But on top of that, other people I liked was Ray Allen. I've always hmm. been into Reggie Miller. I've always been into the shooters. Right. You know, um, all my boys can shoot the ball. So I've always uh, been big into that. But Kobe. And then um, I tried to get them to watch some Ray Allen because they don't really know who he
0: is. They've kind oh, of It's picture perfect the- jumper and the elevation.
2: Oh, yeah. The elevation was sick. So, you know, but they didn't really see the young Ray the Allen, Allen, right? Like, I know him. I like that. Right. He was more than just throw him in the corner and just shoot three guy when he was first getting
0: busy. You're so. talking the Milwaukee Bucks, Yukon Huskies, Ray Allen right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. Yep. yep. Yeah. So that's what I tried to show him. I said, man, he's way better than you guys think. You guys don't give him the credit that he deserves.
0: Right. So it's so when Tommy Lloyd took over, one of the first things he said was, we're going to run an up and down style here. And I'm not just saying that because it sounds good. It's the best way to be able to win games. And he said, we're going to get perimeter players. They're going to be able to fit into that. And so obviously, Jamari Phillips right there. What about Tommy Lloyd kind of sold you guys on becoming a Wildcat and his style of play?
1: I mean, the style of play is really just getting up the court fast. And I mean, I like playing fast. I like passing the ball up the court. And just if I see the man running up court, I'm just going to throw it ahead and make sure like he's going to get the ball. He feels involved. Like I'm not going to just look the man off and just take it all the way down, turn the ball over or something like that. I mean, Tommy, Tommy's a great coach. I, I like the way Tommy coaches. He's not too hard on his players, but I mean, he gets he gets on them from time to time. But I feel like him and his offense and how he's successful with things this season. I feel like I can go a long way with Tommy.
0: What uh, yeah. from a father's perspective, what attracted you to Tommy Lloyd? You know, um, it was kind of a longer recruiting process than most people think
2: Think that it was. They were kind of in the picture for a while and kind of back and forth. We didn't really know if the Arizona thing was going to come to fruition in right. the beginning. But once Jack came to Modesto Christian and he, you know, he went over clips of the offense and how they would use Jamari. And, um, you know, they were showing, you know, clips like Ben Matherin, you know, Courtney Ramey. Things of that nature, and they were like, you know, to us, Jamari's not a shooting guard. You know, he's combo. We're gonna have one right. ball, but you know, it's great. Like most people, it's great shooting ability. We're gonna try to run him off some screens and get him open looks for shots as well. Uh, you know, you can do either or. But it was fast paced, and you know, I mean, Jamari just scored at the end of the day, right? So right. that fast paced offense means there's more opportunities to score, right? Right? You're on a team. You guys got 40 possessions. And, but if you got a team that's going to get 80 possessions, that's more opportunity for him to get get shots up. And I think if um, he's going to make an attempt to get to the next level, playing in a system is going to give him more opportunities to kind of showcase his talents and what he could do is better for him in the long run. And then the way they utilize the bigs there in the uh, you know the pick and roll where they they go and they you know set screens on the other bigs to allow the guards to get to the basket. Things of that nature, I just, you know, I look at it, so this is the type of system, you know, they're talking about it, this type of system is for Jamari more so than, than anything else. And I think the Arizona system allows Jamari to be Jamari, yeah. right? He can come in there and be himself and play the way he likes to play instead of kind of being forced fit into a system and, and maybe not like it so much
0: the thing that I'll always remember about Tommy Lloyd is first year and they're playing TCU in the uh, uh, round of 32 and Arizona's down three with about eight seconds left. And everybody's looking around um, and Tommy Lloyd just looks at Ben Matherin with the ball. Doesn't call a timeout and said, go do it rises up for a three and right. And that to me was the ultimate Man, this guy's going to let his dudes play. And because again, it'd be really easy. You guys have been around high level hoop. It'd be really easy yeah. to call the timeout, figure something out. And he's like, no, we're just going to do it. And that's Ben Matherin right there. So yeah. you could yeah. easily see, you know, a Jamari Phillips in that type of role for sure.
2: Yeah, no, that's, that, yeah. you know, that's exactly what he, you know, kind of sold us on. He's like, we think Jamari's a closer, you know, but that's, that's what we want to use him for. We think he's the guy that you get the ball to when there's 10 seconds left on the clock and let Jamari do Jamari. And we need a guy that can do that for us, and
0: we think he's the guy. So, you know that from as a father, that sounds good to me. <laughs> now, you mentioned you mentioned Jack Murphy a little bit. What's he been like? Because Murph's a legend around these parts. Oh yeah, uh, Murph's been the man. I mean, I've been in contact with Murph
1: for forever now. Me and Murph talk, I'd say, every day about just like recruiting different players, like getting DJs and Zoom and stuff like that. Uh, me, him, and Carter are, like, really connected now. And we're just looking to just go go recruit these other players. Uh, me and Murph, great relationship. Murph is, like, one of the funniest dudes yeah. on the coaching staff I probably met. Right. Like, me and him built that connection over time. Um, I love Murph. Murph. Murph gives me good feedback, too, when he watches my games and stuff. Is there yeah. anybody in particular you're working on recruiting right now? Uh, DJ Thomas, Zoom Diallo. I think we're working on Tyron Riley,
0: Marcus Allen. And for all I know, that's really it. Let's talk a little bit about your relationship with Carter Bryant. Once, you know, kind of a, the worst kept secret in the world that he was a heavy U of A lean. When he announced you guys were going to be teammates together, just talk about kind of just your chemistry together on the court with Carter
1: I mean, I've been on Carter for a year and a half now. He came uh, U16's EYBL. Uh, he came over that year, and he actually came over to play with me. And so I'm actually happy he came over because now we're going to be going to the same college. Uh, we built this chemistry since last year. I mean, we've been knowing each other for a minute. We're always talking, trying to, like, learn about each other, learn each other's spots, how we like to shoot, like, mm-hmm. spots, what spots we like to shoot it from, like, pick and roll situations, how to read it, what he wants to do. Like, I can read if he wants to pop or I can read if he wants to roll it. And So I feel like that's always a good thing. Uh, we built that we built that chemistry, and I'm glad we built that chemistry because I feel like it's going to carry over to uh, U of A and the McHale Center. Uh, I feel like we're just going to go on a great run with just me and Carter, just having that duo connection as well as the other teammates on the floor with us. Right
0: now. Well, watching your, watching your son, watching Carter out there, what's it like just watching how they play, how they interact with each other and everything.
2: You know, I was uh, telling someone else in the gym earlier that I think the relationship that Jamari and Carter has real special. Um, I think in this basketball world, a lot of times kids just kind of, they play together, which is fine, but it's different when you have someone that wants to play with. You, right? right. And that was the relationship Jamari and Carter have. And from, you know, the beginning of the 16 UeYBL season, you know, Deshaun said, you know, like Carter wanted to play with Jamari. And that was kind of like, oh, he's like, no, I think Jamari's got a high IQ and I like right. the way he plays. And I think we can do good together. And then having him come over and, you know, um, we had a lot of injuries and, and some other things that took place that year. But I think um, it was a fairly successful year uh, with Jamari and Carter, you know, playing together and, and learning each other. And I can tell they've, built that that friendship and they
0: they truly want to play together i mean i don't know you know everybody wants to you kind of just it sounds cool to say a lot of the time but you really don't find out until you're on the court together right
2: right right and so to know that you know that it started there with him wanting to come play with jamari he played a season with jamari and then he came back you know And, and and so that's big you know that's bad like he came back to play with you another year. So, right. you know, he actually likes it. Right? right. And then on top of that, now you guys are talking about going to college together. And then, you know, he commits to go to the same college. As you like, this is real. Right. right. And I, you know, I think that's, I think that's, um, that's kind of rare to be, to be honest. I think most kids just kind of, you know, you play on the same team, it's whatever we play that's it. But I think they've definitely built the real, real relationship. And, you know, they want to see each other successful on the floor and they, and they, they want to do it together. So, Right. That that's that's pretty big and it's um you know heartwarming to know that you know that people like you right we all want to be liked right for sure <laughs> so exactly. I think that, you know someone really actually likes me they like the way i play and you know and you know, with Jamari's, i think the hard part of it is is that he, he is a sport right so you're playing next to a guy that's you know for the most part is going to jack up 16 17 shots a game right not everybody likes that guy right right for sure <laughs> but now- it seems to be working and, and, and Carter's
0: fine with it. And uh, so it's a good thing. I'm happy right. for them both. All right. So a little bit off the court then, what are your passions? What do you like doing in your spare time? Oh my God. You want him to tell you? I'll, I'll, I'll Why don't you it's speak? And then you have, exactly. you speak and you'll have your dad speak. Yeah.
1: This is one thing. You want to tell him? Go thing. ahead.
2: All one. he does is play video games, man. Oh, he, on, the, on the computer. He's a, whatever you want to call a PC guy. Right. Um, that's, That's it, man. This generation is is, is something else. And uh, every spare minute he gets headphones on, locked in his room, on the video game. You know, as a parent, it's a little concerning at times, especially (laughs) when, uh, (laughs) you know, you're raising an athlete like, dude, we need to be outside. We need to be getting this this work. But, I mean, it's it's great because he he puts the work in, and that's just downtime, right? I think I'm more concerned with the sleep pattern. I want to know he's in there getting some sleep, right? Now you're not right. up all night, you know, playing the video game, and then you got to get up at 6 a.m. to go to a workout. You're not ready for it. You know, and we go we go hard in the gym. A lot, of, a lot of running, a lot of conditioning built into these workouts. So, you know, I want to make sure that he's getting the most out of it and that, you know, you got to have your priorities in order. You know, right. if you want to take basketball seriously, then you got to take it seriously. It's probably a little less PC time, yes. and a lot more basketball. And so.
0: Yeah. So far, so good. Though, a couple people asking right here. What kind of games you What kind of games you play? Uh, right now, last game I played was Warzone. Okay, right on. Yeah, oh, right Warzone. So right now, academically, then, like, have you given it any thought? What you want to major in at the next level? Oh, business. I'm you trying know, to you're coming to the best start. spot. Exactly. I'm trying to come and do
1: uh, like some type of real estate. Very cool. Very cool. He's got, he's got interest in real estate, so we'll see. All right.
0: Guys, we can't thank you enough for this. We'd love to do it again. But, again, Arizona fans are beyond ecstatic to uh, have both of you in the fold and to be able to see you on the court coming up here soon, Jamari. Um, you got anything you want to say to the U of A fans out there? Um, I love all you guys. Keep supporting us.
1: And hope to see you guys soon after the kill Yep,
0: back to A. Back to A. Back to A, baby. You know what's up. (laughs) My man. (laughs) All right. That's Jamari Phillips. That's James Phillips. And we'll definitely be in touch again. Can't thank you guys enough. This was fantastic. All right. Appreciate you guys, Appreciate you a lot. You guys have been great. Right. Okay. We'll be back with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.